Hi guys. Welcome to another episode of At God at Universe. I'm Raheem Nanos. For new listeners, At God at Universe is a podcast that discusses how we can cultivate authentic spirituality between dogmatic organized religion and superficial New Age culture. How do we go back to the roots of our ancient ancestors, while at the same time redefining what it means to be an authentic human in the 21st century? and how we rewrite our stories and our relationship with the universe to usher in a new, reformed world and a reinvigorated working knowledge of spirit. I want to give a quick thanks to Spirit for making this podcast possible, for providing the platform, the material, the time, and the space. Thanks for walking with me down the spiral path, giving me the ability to gather sufficient enough wisdom to Spread that wisdom to others in a good way. Thank you for keeping me on the path of cultivating my own goodness. And thank you, listeners, for your open curiosity and willingness to learn, grow, and change. Expand. So, join me as we traverse this ethereal plane of reality together as one people to talk today about ego. This episode may lend itself to more questions than answers. I'm just warning you, I'm honestly a little bit afraid of this episode and how it's going to go. So, what is ego? How do we identify it? And how do we cultivate right relationship with it in a practical sense? Um, Obviously, I'm a Capricorn, so discussing ego is not enough for me. What do we do with it? What's the point? (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll address some mis... um, miscommunications first, or rather not not falsified information, but information that isn't the complete picture. Um, I believe in the standard cultural English lexicon that ego is a word that's sort of used to, like, identify a person that is very overly inflated, and yes, that is true. That is ego. But that's not all that ego is, and every human being has an ego. It may not always show up in an overly inflated sense, but it certainly can. Loud egos, I guess you could say. Um, Many people might tell you that the ego is the mind. This is partially correct, but not completely. Rather, the ego develops due to an imbalance of mental wisdom body energy. So, rather, when we become overly identified with the mind, this is when ego forms. It's the over-identification with the mind, or the voice in the head, that we mistakenly believe to be us. This eventually leads us to believing that we are only our minds, and the mind starts to take over and run the entire show, including aspects of life that it really has no business running. The ego can represent the primordial moment of separation from unity. The ego is largely responsible for the illusion of separation. The fact that we are able to think of ourselves, consider ourselves, have thoughts, and generate stories. Well, that in and of itself isn't the problem, but it's the over-preoccupations with these things, as if they are the only reality and the only things that make us who we are. That is ego. Because we can have separate thoughts that are different from the next person. We think, this person is different from us. They are not us. They are separate. 
this creates a disconnection from spirit because we see ourselves as our own operating principle, separate from God, and therefore somehow in control. This creates a feeling of disconnect, isolation, loneliness, and fear. It makes us feel that we have the right to harm or take from other people because we believe them to be other than us. Here's the clusterfuck. Are you ready? And this is hard to explain, but I'm gonna try. The ego isn't real. I mean, it's real in the sense that in the physical reality, which contains multitudes, obviously, we can say a chair is different from a table, for instance. In the physical reality, it manifests itself, and things occur because of it, and we deal with it, but it's not real in a universal sense, because the only thing that's real is God. There's nothing except God. There's nothing outside of God. So the ego's ability to think it is separate from the rest of creation is illusion. The ego is manufactured. It isn't actually alive. I think of a virus, actually, in the sense that viruses do things to survive and multiply, but viruses aren't actually considered alive. The ego isn't a being. In fact, it stands to be the antithesis of being. It's a set of learned survival instincts that develop over time. I kind of see them as shells, like, and I think the, the Kabbalah talks about this, like pistachio shells, of, or like rusting, like, um, sorry, Russian, Russian nesting dolls that cover the real heart. Uh, they're these, like, little, mini, self-identified cells that shroud your true self. <sighs> Tricky. So, ego is a false construction of who we are. Who we are, the only truth of who we are, the only thing that ultimately matters, anyway, is that we are a face of the multifaceted, infinite, divine that has incarnated in a body to bring our soul's unique genius to the great creation in this lifetime. That is who we are. The ego can say, I am this or that. I'm a musician. I'm an actor. I'm smart. I'm stupid. I'm a good person. I'm a bad person. I'm better than you. I'm a Capricorn. Whatever. All ego. Your ego isn't necessarily evil. What's evil is our lack of ability to see it and allowing it to rampage and cause suffering all over the goddamn fucking planet. Your ego helps you live in this body in some ways, yes. And yet, ego is the root of all suffering because suffering is caused by the illusion of separation. So, what do we do? Well, first of all, we don't allow ego to drive the bus of our lives over the cliff, right? We learn ourselves. We identify that ego is present. We identify the ways in which our ego behaves. And we prevent it from executive decision-making. Ultimately, we parent the ego. And this is tricky because it's easy to fall into shame after recognizing ego. As we wake up, we begin to see the havoc that we have created and the havoc that others have created. The time and energy that we have wasted on shit that does not fucking matter. And we start to feel the pain. True pain. Clean pain. Real pain. Of harm and destruction as we begin to see ourselves and others. So, shame is just ego all over again. Shame is ego ashamed of itself, causing further suffering and shame. Clusterfuck. This is the absurdity of life is our egos do all these things to survive and then end up killing and harming itself and all of creation. And the ego fights so hard to survive like this because it will die. 
because it's not real. Nothing that's real dies. Not all of you will die. The part of you that is eternal and self-subsisting will not die. But the ego dies all the time. Every time you end something you identify with. Like, I used to identify as a gamer, for instance, but no longer do. That's a very small version of an ego death. The ego self that identified as a gamer died with my last video game. And this is why it's so hard to kick bad habits sometimes, because your ego is resisting you because it doesn't want to die. And I'm not saying video games are a bad habit, but I'm just saying in general. Like, if you identify as a smoker, for instance, the ego-identified smoker doesn't want to die. That's all I'm saying. Anyway. If you identify as an academic, you probably hate this fucking podcast. That's your ego resisting the death of its mind-identified place in your life being potentially obliterated. If you decided to listen to me, and I'll take hate mail after the show. Uh, <laughs> but my, my ego is being facetious. Ego is essential. It was a natural part of evolution, because in order for us to develop our self-aware intellectual capacity as humans, the ego had to form. The point now is that it's just outlived its usefulness, and we are now, for the first time, barring rare exceptions like Jesus or Buddha, um, we're for the first time seeing how insane it is as larger groups of people are waking up. It, start, it started happening in the psychedelic civil rights era of the 60s, and it's seeing its resurgence again among millennials because the next stage in evolution is starting to happen. So get on the fucking train or you're going to suffer because you're going to be so resistant to what is happening and it'll destroy you psychologically. Not to be dramatic, but it, it is destroying you psychologically. I mean, mental illness is rampant in this fucking globe right now. Um, I'm deviating from my point. My point is... And this next sentence is an Eckhart Tolle quote. You need ego to turn being into knowing. In the pre-egoic state, you know, like the animals or plants, we lived in a natural state of being. Rootedness in being. What makes humanity this bridge to the divine, though, is our ability to know the universe in a conscious sense. And to do that, we walk the path and break through ego and that's what this work really is. So, what are the next steps? First of all, just look at yourself. Start identifying ego within yourself. A great way to do this is through your judgments of other people or your emotional triggers. Whenever you're judging someone, you're actually judging an aspect of yourself because everything is everything. Um, and whenever you experience an emotional trigger, it means an old story from your childhood is coming up and affecting the current moment, preventing you from being present. And, and try to explore this with open curiosity. Don't shame yourself and end up in a spiral, you know, just, just notice things as they come up. And the best way to start learning how ego works and to gain control of it is mindfulness meditation. Daily, do it. No excuses, do it. Because if you exercise an active awareness of the present moment, being in your body, and experiencing your senses, then your ego can't attach a past story to it or project a future anxiety on it. Uh, the ego does not live in the present moment. It's a culmination of past experiences and, and future projection. And when you start cultivating a relationship with the present moment, which is all there is, all there is is right now, that's it, and as you live there more and more in the now, the ego begins to quiet down, and your life can transform. 
Okay. I think that's it for this episode, because that was really dense. And if I say more, it will just create more questions. So if you have any questions, you can DM me on Instagram at RaheemTheGoatBoy, boy is B-O-I, or Twitter at 9muse4, that's N-I-N-E-M-U-S-E-4. So, blessings everyone, have a great week, and I'll see you next time.